Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Wasted Content, episode 108. I am Anthropos. I am Ozymandias. And for today's episode, it's fucking hot over here. We're recording in the fucking boonies. Um, it's it's just a low desert California fucking shitty hot summer. And I couldn't think of a better beer style to have in this weather than a Rattler. And if, I, if we're to showcase what a Rattler is, I think that we deserve to showcase this fucking brewing company. This is Stiegel brewing company s-t-i-e-g-l and uh, stiegel brewery is from austria and they make a beautiful lager they make a beautiful pilsner and they make it they decide to fucking throw a little bit of fucking citric fucking some kind of shit going on here but um for the first one in today's lineup we have stiegel's rattler this is the zitron which is a lemon rattler. This is a malt beverage with natural flavor. And we are rocking a 2% ABV beer. You stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right before we opened up, like, we're going to get fucked up with these, bro. And I didn't look at the ABV. I was like, all right, probably like six percenters or something. You fucking it's motherfucker. It's fucking 2%, dude. Um, <laughs> we might as well be fucking having like a non-alcoholic beer episode at this point. Sure. But... Um, I have uh, admittedly had this one right here. Um, I was introduced to this beer by, of all people, a Polish guy, which is weird for him to be recommending German beer. Isn't that a little weird? Isn't Austria part of, like, Poland? I don't know. I thought they hated the Jews, so the Polish. Well, they all hate the Jews. The Pol- Polish, so they're Jewish. There's Jews there. Poles are Jewish? I think so, right? Isn't that, like, what the whole invasion of Poland was about? I thought that's what Festivus was about. Um, no, the Festivus was a uh, celebration, celebration for the of rest pole. of us. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the rest of us. <laughs> um, well, fuck, dude. Um, this guy introduced me to this beer. He had some choice words to say about America's beer. Um, he called it. And I, he and, brings you a two percenter? Yeah, dude. But I ah. could see it in, in, within context. Yeah. I see what it was about. Um, I mean, not to make a long story of it, but this this man, he said, fucking, hey, uh, let me show you some beer. And he had a cooler <laughs> in his fucking truck that he was driving from California to Colorado. And he had just this cooler fucking stacked. Just give the license plate out while you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he just was stacked with these. He was loaded with these. And he's just like, yeah, I just fucking crack them open one after another in my long drive fucking gets me through my drive and i mean at two percent hey fucking no harm no foul well i mean depends on these coming in a four pack or six pack i imagine they do yeah they come in four packs i think if you have enough of these you'll you'll be nice and toasty for sure it's gonna they're gonna be doing a lot more colorado is about fucking 14 16 hours right uh yeah just approximately about Mm -hmm. that time and I can only imagine you're probably pissing a lot more than you're actually ever catching a real buzz. Mm, let's you know? hope so. Like a four pack of these to the face is going to get you like a nice tickle, right? Mm. A nice tickle. Mm. Um, anyway, we're about to find out. Okay. And we're going to have, we're going to enjoy uh, some Austrian beer. 
a rattler of all kinds. And um, I th I I'm curious, to see, since I've had it before, I'm curious what you're going to think about it. Let's get with the pour. First beer is poured out, and Stiegel's Zitron Rattler is jumping out of our glass here. A quick smelling note here. Oh my god, it smells fucking amazing. Yeah, dude. Um, there's something very natural about that. There's something very natural about um, the smell that this beer is evoking. It doesn't fucking smell like candy, like candy lemon. It smells like I'm catching the fucking peel of the lemon is what I'm catching. Yeah. Uh, you know what it reminds me of? Those nieves de garrafón. Okay. You know those soft Mexican ice creams? Um, Like Garcia's? Like Garcia's. Okay. Oh, man. That shit's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. So the lime one, they do. Yeah. They do with lime juice, and they also grind up some of the zest into Oof. it. Yeah. So it catches a lot of that lemon zest. <sighs> Giving you that vibe? Fuck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Let's get right into it, dude. Cheers. Cheers. It's nice. It's fucking refreshing as fuck. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mm. Hot dog on a stick. Eat your fucking heart out, bro. <laughs> it's it's like a fucking adult lemonade. Um, there's beyond Mike's because well, I mean Mike's hard lemonade. Garbage. Again, you're fucking getting something that's like super processed, ultra artificial. Mm -hmm. They're refreshing as fuck. Don't get me wrong. Hey, honestly, if I have like some fucking Mike's hard lemonades just there, and that's the only thing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have some of that. That's so much fucking sugar. <laughs> it is, huh? Yeah, that's it is. such a guaranteed hangover. <laughs> oh fuck! I didn't even consider. Holy that. fuck! This doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like you'll get hungover because of the sugar contents the next day. And it's and it's um more more than than sweet enough. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of sweetness happening here. Um, but the base beer here, the, the, the base beer that's sitting underneath that beautiful lemon profile is just perfect, clean, crisp. Uh, I mean, I, I want to say clean is the best way to fucking describe the base beer here. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's just a very, very pure. Uh, what I imagine when people talk about Rocky Mountain spring water beer, I this is what I imagine. <laughs> you know? But it's not. It's from a far superior people. Um, <laughs> a, a purer people, yeah, it, exactly. for that matter, and you a can cleaner taste it. people. <laughs> you can taste it. <laughs> they just cleansed, yeah, all the water that they use for this mm. beer, <laughs> and you can taste it. You can definitely taste. Yeah, yeah, it's very gassy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's nice. It is clean. It does feel from made from a superior race for sure. Um, this is fantastic. I expected a lot less from a super center, 
but this is nice. It's fucking, it's beautiful for this fucking weather. It cooled me oh, down yeah. immediately, bro. Um, I love fucking Rattlers ever since you introduced me to Rattlers. Mm-hmm. And every chance I get, I can get one, I'll get it. This is phenomenal. Do you have a rating for this? Motherfucker. It's hard to rate it so high because the ABV is so fucking low. Right. But I'm going to give this a 7.5. Damn. Oh, wow. Okay. In the Rattler. Awesome. Category, it's fucking phenomenal. It's everything you want it to be other than the ABV. Yeah. There's a nice base beer, nice fucking natural lemony zest thing going on here. Wow. I, I, I'd say my biggest compliment for what Stiegel is doing here is bringing you a full flavor while being at a 2% ABV. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, uh, here in America, I'd say one of the things that is endemic in brewing companies, thinking and logic, is the lighter the ABV, the lighter the flavor has to be. It's very, very few and far between where you find that it's not the case. I'd say a brewing company that's worth mentioning from here in California is uh, um, a Wild Barrel. Yeah. Um, they bring you things that aren't necessarily big in ABV, 4%ers, 5%ers, and they just put an enormous amount of love and flavor into the brew, into that recipe. Um, Stiegel is doing more than enough in terms of flavor. This thing is full, it's bold. And also perfectly balanced. The base beer is phenomenal. I'd love to taste it on its own. Um, This is a 7.5 for me as well. If the ABV was higher, this can go higher. But only because it's a 2%, I'm giving it 7.5. Yeah. I feel so hydrated right now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) This is like straight up fucking an adult lemonade. Yeah. This is great. This is an adult lemonade you can give to kids, mm-hmm. and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So here, take a sip. Cool. Kids will love this. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Um, yeah, dude, 7.5 across the board. Yeah. And we're about to see what Stiegel can do with our second beer of the lineup. Okay, we're going to move on to the second beer in the lineup from Stiegel. This is a grapefruit rattler. Um, since fourteen ninety two, bro. That's exactly what I'm reacting to right now. What the hell? I actually just was dumbfounded. I was rendered speechless by that. Like fuck, bro. These have these booths talk about support of fucking independent brewing companies. These have to be the originators of the rattler, right? I would like, have to guess. Like, it's fuck. Doesn't that come from, like, Germany, okay. Austria okay. area? So, like, that whole story? Also, maybe it does, but also maybe it wasn't created in 1492, the style. Maybe the brewing company has been around since then. No, sure, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I would I'm have to I'm just saying, like, guess. if they've been around that long, they've probably been around long enough to be the originators of this style. It's plausible. It is 100% plausible. And they couldn't get the ABV up, huh? 
I guess it was a winning recipe, dude. God damn. And I can't see why the fuck you would change the recipe in um, 550 years. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Uh, in, independent brewery supporters in, supporting something that's been around that long. 500 time. years. Yeah, yeah, dude. Okay. Well, Ro- Rogan fucking flaunts Buffalo Trace and it's been here before America. Well, this motherfucker has been here before anything. Oh, fuck. For the fucking pyramids. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> These motherfuckers are around for the Renaissance, bro. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? Shit, dude. Fucking Michelangelo and fucking um, the other Ninja the other Turtles. Turtles. <laughs> 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 and then that stupid motherfucker that brought the plague with them. Uh, the rat, yeah. Um, Splinter, Master Splinter, Master Splinter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they probably all drank this beer back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, dude. Um, I mean, holy shit. I mean, that's awesome. I saw it when you did too, and I was like, holy fuck. But um, I mean, let's let's get on with second beer. It makes me even more excited for this shit. Absolutely. Um, is this a two percenter as well? I don't see the ABV on this. Uh, this is actually uh, 2.25%. Oh, we're moving up in life. And it says, contains not more than 3.2% of alcohol by weight. So it's somewhere in between there? Is this like some, like, just like shit where they're just like putting batches together and they have like a an average? It seems like a 401k money matching system that they've developed here <laughs> where it's a go match up to 7% at 3.5. Like, what? <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Fuck it. We're getting into it. Let's right. Um, beer is poured out. It's looking a little similar with a little tinge of orange here. That's right. Let's get some smelling notes. Let's do it. Oh, oh my God. It smells phenomenal. <laughs> I don't know why I expected any different from this. Oh, fuck. Actually, I expected it to be, um, for some fucking stupid reason, immediately expected it to be a little bit more similar to the original, the, 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 lemon one mm-hmm. i was like oh it's probably gonna be like a lemon and you're gonna have to search for grapefruit Mm-mm. nope right no, there this is all grapefruit mm-hmm. this this almost smells like a greyhound oh yeah fuck yeah dude wow awesome it smells like fresh grapefruit like fresh ruby red great my mouth's fucking wild. i love grapefruit dude <laughs> i love grapefruit doesn't look um, like it <laughs> Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> I love other shit food too. Okay, <laughs> that's where that comes. That from. makes more sense. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it just smells like that, and it smells a little bit of the oils from the rinds as well, just the way that the lemon one did. Uh, it smells fucking incredible, dude. Very appealing. Cheers. Cheers. Mm, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Whoa. That's incredible. Whoa, dude. Even the way it finishes. Mm-hmm. 
How the fuck are they doing that? Okay. The initial reaction to this was just, oh my God, it's all grapefruit. It was just a punch of grapefruit and it does that for about three seconds. And then it just very gently and very cleanly and elegantly wisps away to sweetness. Mm -hmm. With that much grapefruit flavor, I was already 100% expecting a a bitter finish. Uh, like a tart bitter finish i thought the exit was going to be super dry and bitter and rindy none of that at all none a lot of people don't like grapefruit because of that shit and this has all all of the fucking thing that makes grapefruit such a delicious citrus flavor and none of that bitter This is phenomenal. The The amount of carbonation they've added to these yeah. is just fucking perfect. Yes. It's nice and fizzy, but it's not overly bubbly. Holy fuck, bro. The sweet, the nice, round, sweet finish. Yep. It, it feels like it's the exact same amount of sweetness that they added to both beers here. Yeah, dude. That's incredible. It's phenomenal what they're doing here. Um... Grapefruit is incredible on this. It's not artificial. It's all natural like they're promising on the fucking can. Wow. You got a rating for this? Fuck, already? God damn. Mm. Okay. I mean... Oh, it's so fucking good. An eight. This gets a fucking eight in the category of a Rattler. Um, I'm, I'm going to throw this in real quickly. The guy that introduced me to this shit, uh, I, I felt the the, compuls- the compulsive need to get him beer made here in the States that was craft beer. And I got him four different separate styles of beer. And one of the be- beers that I got him was Left Hand Brewing Company's Radler. Okay. They have this like um, guy riding a, a bike and the wheel is a fucking grapefruit, I think, or a fucking lemon. I think it's a lemon. And uh, I remember I remember being like, we do this shit too. And I hope you like it. I remember it was like something like a five or six percenter. So I, I even kind of like threw shade at that. Like, yeah, and, and it... It's going to actually be a fucking beer, you know? (laughs) Although we've had our experience with Rattlers here and Shandy's, I want to say that so far, Stiegel is blowing these motherfuckers out of the water in terms of flavor. The flavor is just natural. Um, It's it's done very, there's a lot of, um, it's refined. It really is. Yeah, an eight for me. I'm going to have to bump it up to an eight as well. Um, Just because he bumped up the ABV a little bit too. No shit, huh? (laughs) By a point two five. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's a fucking phenomenal fucking beer. Stiegel knows what they've been doing, and apparently they've been doing it for over 500 years. Uh, Any criticism we're going to give them, they've probably heard it all before, and they're sticking to the recipe, and it's fucking incredible. Um, I'm also gonna 
I'm also going to lump this into this uh, wasted content category that we have going here. Um, I want to say that this is arguably a panty dropper category kind of beer. Uh, this is definitely a beer that you could bring to a bitch that you're trying to impress. And uh, you could just be like, fuck yeah, it's, it's a hot summer night. We're going to have like charcuterie or some bullshit, some stupid pi picnic bullshit, all cute. And you could bring this and um, yeah, it, it'll drop panties, man. The only thing that it's missing in the panty dropper category is it's not going to get her drunk. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to do it willingly. Nice. <laughs> That's nice sometimes. <laughs> it's fucking awful. <laughs> fucking hey, so Stiegel. I'm not commenting on that one. <laughs> Stiegel. <laughs> Grapefruit Rattler ate across the board. Yep. And we're going to go into our first topic of today's episode. <laughs> um, So I had to go to the office today. Uh, it's awful. I know. I was there for like an hour. Uh, it was terrible. <laughs> and on my way home, I stopped by a 7-Eleven. <clears throat> Outside of the 7-Eleven, there was a family that I guess ran into each other and they weren't expecting to be there. Right, there is a uh, an older lady, and then I guess her mom. Yeah, and then up coming up the little walkway was this guy and his kid, and I guess this this guy was the son of the lady. Okay, right. So it was like three generations, and then four, four generations, including the kid. Jesus fucking Christ! Right, and the first thing I fucking hear that comes out of these fucking ladies, it goes. Oh my God, he's so handsome. Right. Oh my God, how cute. Oh my God, what a handsome baby. The grandmas? Yeah. They had to be the grandmas. That's a total grandma thing. Yeah. He's so handsome. Look <laughs> at him. And like, I'm standing there waiting, waiting for them to go inside. And I look at the guy and he looks like he just left his bell tower in Notre Dame. <laughs> Not... From ringing the bell tower, but he looked like one of the gargoyles that talks to Quasimodo. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought he was Quasimodo. No, no, no. He was the gargoyle. <laughs> the uglier ones. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then I look at the baby, and he looks like a baby version of the gargoyle. A baby gargoyle. <laughs> and then I look at the mom and the grandma, and they look exactly the same. <laughs> I'm like, you think he's handsome? Is this a genetic trait that you have to like appreciate your gen your genes? Okay. I don't fucking know. I don't get it. And it I'm just like worried about the psychological trauma this kid is gonna experience. This <laughs> fucking um what the fuck is it called? When you learn something cognitive dissonance. The cognitive dissonance Ouch. he's gonna experience oh. when he when he's in middle school oh, and he's been fuck. called handsome his entire life and then all the girls go ew to him there's a fucking little fat kid that comes up to him and tells him you look like a gargoyle yeah <laughs> your name's gargoyle now gargoyle gargoyle and all the kids in the playground gargoyle gargoyle yeah <laughs> how fucking terrible his little his life is gonna be his entire <laughs> life is gonna be a fucking lie and he's going to experience this cognitive dissonance and probably end up shooting the school up at some point. 
<laughs> so I think collectively this needs to stop. You and need to call him the gargoyle on the news coverage too. <laughs> the gargoyle shooter. The gargoyle shooter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude. I mean, I guess he was cute for a baby gargoyle, but he wasn't handsome. <laughs> I imagine that a baby gargoyle would be cute. I mean, he has even to be, though, right? Even though it's a gargoyle, it's a baby. So it's got like those like really cute Googly Disney that. eyes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cute little sharp teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but a gargoyle nonetheless. Right, right, right. You can't call it handsome. I mean, I also kind of probably, I, I would bet money on this. I'd bet money on elementary kids not knowing what the fuck a gargoyle is. You know why? Because the cartoon gargoyles doesn't exist for them. So that's probably the only reason that we know about gargoyles, right? Uh, I expect them to know what you're dumb. <laughs> oh, also that, yeah. Yeah. Also that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anywho. Yeah. The kid's ugly. The kid's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and I think collectively as a fucking society, we need to stop calling kids handsome because uh, I was called handsome my entire life yeah. for my family. And it makes me wonder, am I handsome now? Like I'm going through the cognitive dissonance now. Realizing right now? Barely? Right, barely. <laughs> realizing that people who are related to you will always call you handsome it or good looking or whatever the fuck it is. It took you 33 years. To finally start having cognitive dissonance about that? Yeah. That's crazy, bro. You had a great run. I know I did. That's a fucking long run, man. <laughs> of just completely fucking clueless. <laughs> it's destroyed my life as we speak. Fuck, okay. <laughs> you like go up to like, you just go up to think somewhere mm -hmm. up high and get a look at the city. <laughs> <laughs> Contemplate existence <laughs> on the rooftop. Yeah. It's terrible. It's it's a terrible <laughs> thing you're doing to people. It's a terrible thing you're doing to kids, and it's diminishing the fucking value of the fucking word. It's like calling everybody beautiful. You're not. Yeah. Stop fucking lying to yourself. <sighs> you're fat, you're ugly, and you smell. Get over it. <laughs> you're not beautiful. We have a universal ideal of beauty, and you're not it. I'm sorry. You didn't win the fucking genetic lottery. 99% of the fucking world didn't win the genetic lottery. The people that did, fucking kudos to them. And they deserve oh. some fucking praise. They deserve praise for being beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> they do actually get praise. I know they uh, do. They perform a lot more successfully um, in interviews. They get a lot more job opportunities. They are higher paid individuals. Yes. As compared to someone who doesn't meet the culturally and societal norms of beauty as they should be <laughs> as they should be they, dude it, studies have there's even shown, a reason why ryan reynolds is on every screen no shit dude studies have even shown that um people who are deemed attractive they even garner trust there's like even this like psychological phenomenon of when they speak to anyone mm -hmm. that their features are somehow fucking I trust this person because they're <laughs> hot. You know? I do too. <laughs> that's weird. Is it? Weird. it I mean, that, yeah, that's fucking weird. That's no, it's totally, totally an infatuation thing, right? Um, I would I would say it's a lot more primitive than that. I think just thinking about like an infatuation thing is very surface level. I would probably argue more along the lines of if they 
are more attractive, that means that they've somehow like, um, I don't fucking know. Cause the fucking idea of attractive is, um, in its in and of itself subjective, but I would think that the things that societally and is culturally, it subjective? A uh, super, yeah, I think super. I don't think so. But um, I'd say the things that like I think culturally and I think societally, some, some like minutia things are subjective, but there's a universal acceptance of what beautiful is. Okay, um, but I would say that probably people that look this way. Um, probably um, are like healthy. They're probably um, uh, you know probably like more well off. They're they're probably they probably don't suffer from things like uh, uh, things that peasants would uh, suffer from, like like uh, like dark pigmentation on their skin. Right? I'm not even trying to be racist about this. I'm not. It sounds like but you're like, being racist. About but this. like working out in the fucking fields or in the sun toiling laborious laborious hard-working people yeah um they're probably like they probably have like fucking um calluses all over their hands they have rough skin and mm -hmm. damaged by the sun and beating and that's not attractive so the people that don't look like that yeah there's a reason why the chinese wear lavish. visors all the fucking time yeah and they're it kind of gives their skin from the sun the, it gives the impression of like leave, leading a more lavish lifestyle mm -hmm. and i think that's where this like concept of attractiveness or beauty comes from I, I, think, I would say i think it's a little bit more biological it's a theory. than that right like it's a theory attractiveness is usually um uh, correlated with youth youthfulness and mm, 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 mm. it's also mm -hmm. correlated with the ability to procreate there you go yeah so the ability to procreate is an attractive feature that we often seek even even it's, more right even more biological than that even yeah. more biological than that uh, wide birthing hips large breasts yeah, yeah, not yeah, for yeah. me but for my children right right yeah. of course yeah <laughs> i mean if i happen to get in there once in a while hey. well hey, fuck it <laughs> <laughs> if i happen to <laughs> every once in a while good for me mama mama <laughs> if i happen to <laughs> <laughs> uh symmetry is a fucking is generally considered attractive because it's um again something that's a lack of mutation in the fucking genetics right it's right, strong right. genetics you're there able you to go. fucking hey. yeah it's a lot more biological than than that so nice. um stop calling these ugly kids beautiful because you're it's ruining you're the gene them. pool it's ruining the gene pool <laughs> you're giving them a false sense of confidence that they're gonna carry up into a point and then they're gonna fucking hate you for fucking lying to them their entire life it's like telling them santa claus exists and they find out santa claus doesn't exist and then they fucking hate you for lying to them <laughs> i think the most devastating thing that could happen to a person that's not attractive is like having to like procreate and um end up with someone who is also not attractive mm. i think <laughs> i think that's like fucking you know you know like they could like be sitting there in their like 50s looking at this ugly fucking motherfucker across from them and then being like the fuck man might as well <laughs> no <laughs> no i mean that's like after years of marriage like just looking and being like man that's the best I could do because I'm ugly. You grew you know? like resentment towards this person right. because of your physical features, because you right. weren't able to attract anybody better looking. Yeah. You grow resentment towards them. Correct. Yeah. 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 And then it ends up in murder sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
You're fucking up society. You're fucking up societal fucking ideals of beauty. You're fucking up actually all bases of society. Essentially, if you you're fucking boistering the ugly, bolstering, bolstering, yeah, because they're round, because uh-huh. bola. <laughs> <laughs> if you're bolstering the ugly, putting them on a fucking pedestal, it, it takes too fucking much. You got to fucking reinforce that pedestal with some fucking steel. <laughs> and who's so gonna? So they're necessarily fat. <laughs> who's gonna want to work and create steel if that's your prize at the end? You know, ugly people aren't fucking like yes, necessarily fat. No, yeah, they are. Okay, you're right. Yeah. But all fat people are ugly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I beg to it's differ. It's like the Trump thing. I beg to differ. Like, not all Trump supporters are racist, but all racists are Trump supporters. Yeah. It's kind of like that. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Not all ugly people are fat, but all fat <laughs> people are ugly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, understood. <laughs> so what we need to do is start getting to them when they're young and telling them, yeah. I. <laughs> Just be a little bit more realistic with yeah, them. I, yeah, yeah. I. Like, you know what? You're going to have to work hard Okay. to get what you want out of this life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be given to you on a fucking platter. Yeah. Not You're not going to be able to whine your way into fucking equality. You're not going to be able to fucking cry your feelings and force society to think you're beautiful. Yeah. You're, you're not going to be able to just fucking fall back on your looks. No. You have to actually do something. You have to work. Yeah. <laughs> um, shit, man. I mean, that's uh, a, a little fucked up and sad and whatever, but it's super realistic. Um, It's just a little dose of like, this is the way the world works. And I think that it kind of has the same flavor of like being like Santa Claus isn't real, you know? A little bit. Has a little bit of that, yeah. that flavor to it. Um, Santa Claus ain't real. The fucking Toothberry ain't real. Easter Bunny ain't real. Get your shit together. You're ugly. <laughs> yeah. Stop infantilizing kids. This is the point. There is no God. You're <laughs> ugly. <laughs> If God made you in his image, what does that tell you about God, huh? <laughs> the government doesn't give a shit about you. Just fucking <laughs> ruin their entire childhood and slam them with realism and just keep them from living in this fucking fantasy la-la land that our current generation is nostalgic for. Yeah, 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 for like, sure. Like, we're living yeah. in an era of fucking nostalgia when our parents would call us beautiful and not realizing that we're all fucking ugly, disgusting, amorphous fucking beings. <laughs> Just a bunch of fucking homunculuses wandering around fucking each other. Yeah. These fucking bipedal apes. Oh, yeah. They're all mostly bipedal. Uh, these bipedal <laughs> apes that are... Trying to fucking procreate, and we're nothing but these fucking genetic fucking soups of garbage. Except Ryan Reynolds, up he's good. Yeah, looking. I like yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple. Uh, there's a few guys for sure. You guys, <laughs> I guess some women. <laughs> yeah, all right. Women don't age well. 
<laughs> I feel like guys mostly age better than sure. women. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Rudd ages fucking phenomenally. Paul Rudd's great. I like him. I wouldn't fuck him. I wouldn't fuck him, but he aged nah. phenomenally. I like him. George Clooney. You know who's another um, age well, but I wouldn't fuck him? Um, Steve Carell. Okay. I, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Clooney? Oh, I'd fuck him for sure. DiCaprio? Um, he doesn't do it for me. No? Nah. Mm. I, don't like, I like his acting. I like Great his acting. Actor. Great actor. I like every woman he's fucked. <laughs> Excuse me. Bilzerian? Um, nah. No? No. Really? Yeah, no. Wow. Mm-mm. It's a lot of women. <laughs> no no okay brendan fraser in his prime you know he didn't age well um like when when he had those fucking when he was all built you know for fucking george of the jungle he was all fucking like ripped yeah he got he had those cum gutters right here oh yeah he did fuck yeah dude those things are fucking nice yeah uh <laughs> Make you want to take a body shot out of him, huh? <laughs> Full of yeah. cum from the cum gutters. <laughs> Just drain those gutters, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's basically it. We need to stop fucking up society. Uh, we're living in an era of fucking this warped nostalgia that we're fucking. Ugh, this like dire need to relive your fucking youth and past and this fucking misconception that we're all under as a society that 30s and you 20 garbage as motherfuckers because people don't realize is realize that aging doesn't really necessarily there's really no transition into adulthood anymore so we're all fucking these infantilized adults fucking dancing on tiktok at fucking 36 37 years old yeah like get the fuck over yourselves dude god damn it that's what's wrong with society is people's grandmas were telling them they were fucking handsome yes that's the root of the problem with society yeah (laughs) i knew that women had fucked it up somehow (laughs) i hadn't quite put my finger on it Mm. i'm glad we got to the bottom of this (laughs) and let's get to the third beer of today's lineup all right (laughs) Third and last beer of today's lineup, Stiegel is doing something interesting. I love the idea of a Rattler made from raspberry. So, I mean, a Rattler, the concept of a Rattler is just a premium fucking brew, a premium, light, crisp, clean brew, and then natural flavor, a fruit, um, a sweet, a tart, and raspberry fucking totally falls into that those categories i think it fucking works and i am 100 percent fucking certain that if there's anyone that can make it work and do it in a way that's showcased perfectly it's probably going to be these motherfuckers so i'm excited to get into this one uh this is stiegel's himbeer raspberry rattler it's a malt beverage with natural flavors and carbonation and it comes in at a 2%. Contains not more than 3 per, 3.2% of alcohol by weight. This is Stiegel Rattler Himbeer Raspberry. And let's get right into it. 
Beautiful. Wow. The last beer is poured out, and this thing is fucking beautiful, dude. She's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, dude. It looks like a perfect picture of a beer if Willy Wonka made the beer. <laughs> That's fun. It looks fun. It looks like a lot of fun. This is like a fucking fluorescent, um, like a pinkish, reddish, orange kind mm-hmm. of deal going on. Uh, it. It, it looks it looks like they just put a little bit of fucking raspberry jam up in the mix, you know? Yep. It's got this, like, jammy look to it. I want to have a fucking peanut butter sandwich with it <laughs> already, just on, on the way it looks. Um, I, I also want to mention, love the fact that it comes in a 16-ounce uh, can, because when you pour it into a mug, as you should be, as is proper, um, it's going to give you a nice head that's going to reach the brim. And it's going to pour like a fucking beer, like beer otta. Yep. Uh, the head doesn't have a lot of staying power, but while it's there, it's beautiful. This one has got like a fucking tinge of like an orangish pink to it. Um, it's just a really stunning, uh, gorgeous beer. Yeah. Let's get some smelling notes. Let's do it. Okay. For me, it's a little muted. From what I've experienced with grapefruit and lemon, it's a it's a touch muted for me. Really? Yeah. You getting a lot from this? I'm getting a lot of raspberry from this. Okay. Uh, I'm getting it, but it's it's very faint. Mm. I I mean, also citrus is a really punchy um, profile. Yeah. So that might be it. I could smell it. It's not as big as I expected. Cheers. Cheers, brother. Mm, mm, mm. Oh gosh! Woo-hoo. <laughs> oh fucking jammy, dude! Oh, that's such a nice evolution. Oh, dude, the exit is fucking phenomenal. It's a gorgeous fucking beer. This is everything Stiegel's putting out. I don't know if you mentioned it. I think you mentioned it, but probably not. This is starting to breach that category of like, this is beer. Yeah. Or is this a beer? Okay. Um, which we've mentioned a lot from different breweries and different styles of beer. Like this is like, this is a beer. This is crazy. It's phenomenal. It's, it's, there's so much raspberry going on. It's a nice I expected it to be a little bit of a sweet finish like we had with the other beers, but it's not that. It's a little bit of like a tarty, dry finish, which works beautifully with this style. Mm. Um, the evolution is really, it just gets to this point where it's like really compounding that flavor, the sweet profile of the raspberry. Once that like mm. crisp, clean beer goes away, from the palate, it just it's left all of this res- residual raspberry jam yep. all over your mouth, and it's it's wonderful. I thought that we might be making a mistake by leaving this as the last beer of the lineup because I just I kind of naturally thought 
those flavors, the the citrus flavors are going to be uh, punchy. They're going to be a lot punchier than this. But they've met it with the same fucking enthusiasm for the recipe. Um, it's big. It's bold. It's full flavored. And it's 2% ABV. That's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts that we've rated something with such low ABV so high. Mm-hmm. That's phenomenal. Steagle's doing the hell out of this fucking style. I really can't wait to have something else from them. Um, the evolution of this beer is fucking phenomenal. It's not like the last, the, the citrus ones that rounded off with a sweetness. This is rounding off with a tartness, which is beautiful for the raspberry. Uh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Like usually when you see different flavors of a similar style from brewing companies, one of them is always lacking. Yeah, not here. Mm-mm. All across the board, all fucking three, three out of three fucking heavy hitters, dude. Yep. Panty dropper, um, especially with the with the color that it has. Um, this is, it's a pretty beer. It's <laughs> yeah, really fucking it is. pretty, dude. Um, it really catches the eye. And uh, just beautiful presentation from Stiegel. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I have a solid rating for this at this point, but I want to hear you. What you got, man? Man, um, I'm going to give this an eight as well. Okay. This is phenomenal. I want to see these with a little bit more ABV, maybe a four, 4.5. Okay. But I think it might might take away from the, so much flavor. Um, but I think it can be done. I think if anybody can do it, these guys can do it. This is phenomenal. Eight, eight for me. Fuck. I want to rate this higher than an eight. It's just that damn ABV. Mm-hmm. I get, I get where they're going with this, and it really does make, it makes this Rattler much more approachable than almost anything that I could think of in the craft beer community. There's a lot of beers that you could introduce people into a style. And if they get it, they get it. And if they don't, they're going to be fucking like, blech, people like this. Yeah. That's completely impossible here. It is. Um, this is something that anybody can enjoy and probably everybody will. You bring this to a backyard barbecue and it's probably going to be a hit. Um, it's stunning. It's elegant. It's clean, crisp, refreshing. It's uh, It belongs in um, every fucking backyard barbecue. This is a fucking phenomenal beer. Uh, eight for me. Beautiful. It across the board. Sir. <clears throat> Going into the last topic for today's episode. So for the last topic of today's episode, I want to talk about my wallpaper. And <laughs> this is something that I'm now going to be very <laughs> self-conscious about. Are you? Yeah, because um, I'm basic. Do they ruin and, it for you? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, Good. a little bit. So I, I am uh, proud and ecstatic to announce that this week in human history, oh no, uh, the first pictures from the James Webb Space Telescope have come in, and we get to bask in the fucking glory of uh, the advancement in space exploration. You're proud of this? Yeah, what the fuck, man? <laughs> this is like a fucking feat of humanity. This is going to go down in the fucking history books. I mean, I'm a big fan of Hubble. Hubble provided us the pictures that we all know and love 
maybe not all know and love, mm-hmm. but um, astronomy enthusiasts know and love, and uh, of 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 our universe. You know, I, I mean, I saw I saw the pictures you're talking about, and it didn't have the same impact as 1969 first landing on the moon type of thing. Okay, where it was yeah. the entire world was watching these astronauts land on the fucking moon. Not yet. Not yet. <sighs> um, these first images are a showcasing of its capabilities at a very fucking beginning stage. Um, this instrument is equipped with uh, technology to be able to uh, determine uh, atmospheres on exoplanets. Mm-hmm. And even knowing its like m- chemical makeup of that atmosphere... It can detect water. Um, this thing is going to fucking... Couldn't we do that before? Um, uh, yes, but not as efficiently as this is doing it. This is doing it at fucking like hundreds and thousands of light years, millions of light years away. Billions of light years away. Like we have the capability to determine how many exoplanets for that long mm-hmm. in, in, in our in our uh, span. Uh maybe could harbor life. So why are you proud of this? Like you specifically? Because I'm a human being. I'm a human being too, but I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. A lot of people are like that, actually. Yeah. I think it's just a fucking, um, you know, small step for man, giant leap for mankind is already taken. And I don't want to, I don't like using that analogy exactly because it doesn't compare you're like because you're like yeah it's not the fucking same but um i'd say just just give it a little while i think the um the advancement of our knowledge of our fucking cosmos is gonna evolve very rapidly for the next decade or two just the same way that the hubble allowed us to do so um you know before then we hardly ever had a grasp of the immensity and enormity and vastness of our observable universe. And then we got a fucking, we, we got a taste of it. Um, the James Webb Space Telescope is able to, uh, has the capability to look back 13 billion years, 13 billion light years. Forward. Um, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Is it forward? The, I don't know. I've heard this where it's going to look back in time. But well, that's... Not, it's not true. It's well, looking forward yeah. into the vastness of the universe, right? No, it's not. It's so, not looking backwards. You didn't build a time machine. No, but the speed of light comes into play with this. So the reason that we are looking at things that are old and back in time is because of the distance that they are at from us. So it's taking light that long in order to so light years is not a unit of um i mean it's not it's a unit both. of time it's both yeah it's both okay it's yeah, the speed the of light time it the, takes the light to travel from one point to the other it's the distance that it covers in a year no it's at the, the time speed it takes that it's going to to cover that distance what distance the light year. It, that's wrong. That's wrong. No, it's right. A, a, a light year is the unit of measurement mm-hmm. that comes from how the long. The distance 
from how long a, a photon of light travels travel for one year in a year yes yeah that's also time um it is time but i mean it's not in reference to anything that's surmountable for distance measurement um like okay so like oh it's a year a year in the context of speed no the year in the context of earth year sure yeah yeah sure okay Anyhow, um, because <laughs> because of that distance and because of the um, limit, the speed limit of the universe being light, the speed of light, when we look at these galaxies that are far, far, far away, billions of light years away from us, mm-hmm. we are seeing the light that was emitted at that distance that we are observing. Or at that time. Yes. Yeah. So if they were, if, if at a certain point, if there's like aliens that are looking at us and it's millions of light years away from us, then they look at dinosaur planet. Sure. So it's not going back in time. It's observing the information available from the light that is being transmitted across that distance and vastness of space. You're looking at old light, essentially. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that's not looking back in time. It's not, and it's phrased that way yeah. as like a very like, romantic notion i wouldn't say so i'd say just like an oversimplification of it um because if you if you have a curious mind you're gonna ask yourself like what the fuck right somebody tells you like oh yeah it's like looking back in time anybody with like where the fuck of curiosity is gonna be like what the fuck do you mean and you know if you get and understand and comprehend couldn't you just tell them what it is instead of being so mysterious about it and saying it's like looking back in time and then having to go, hmm, what do you mean by that? Ah, um, okay. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, but I don't think all minds are adept to the information. Um, like, just imagine looking at a kid and telling him that, just dumping that amount of like dense. And you think looking back in time uh, is more a better concept that a kid can understand no but i think that it's a it's an invitation to be curious and i quite enjoy that i don't Um, think they understand the concept of time to begin with no they probably don't if you're talking to children no yeah that's a very abstract concept yeah 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 i don't know why the fuck we're talking about this i'm just wondering why (laughs) why it's because you said i'm proud to announce Oh yeah, just, definitely. Uh, on on behalf of humanity, I'm anthropos. I'm all of a fucking sudden, man, a mankind. Fucking 108 episodes, and all of a sudden you're <laughs> fucking mankind. Yeah, that's what anthropos. You're is. Nick fucking Foley, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I, you know, it's a great achievement for us, and I'm excited for everything that we're gonna learn from this. And uh, the advancements in, oh, fuck, uh, dude, scientific research, um, an openness from a general public for um, what, you know, what can harbor life, what life is. I'm going to be excited to learn about microorganisms in a galaxy that's fucking millions of light years away from us, you know? I'm going to be excited at that kind of shit. And I think it's going to provide it. Are you? Yeah. Have you studied microorganisms on this planet? Um, I mean, I haven't studied them. Well. I, know, I know about them. <laughs> I'm not like saying like, if they discover them, I'm going to go study them. 
I'm saying I'm going to be excited about it. That's going to be um, a very interesting conversation, a very interesting notion to entertain. What are the possible implications of this? That there's life on other planets. We've already kind of understand that. I don't think we do. I think we I do. Really, I think there's a lot of people. There's a lot of movies would, out there that tell you. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people out there that would be very offering you death threats to fucking challenge what? their fucking ideology death with that kind threats? of. Oh, absolutely. You're crazy. You have, you have no idea how crazy and fucking pious some of our constituents are here in this country alone. If you talk about organized religions coming to terms with the fact that uh, there's another fucking life form out there, that we weren't the only ones, that we weren't fucking God's only children in creation, just like all of their fucking books say, it's going to destroy... Not necessarily. Yeah. Catholicism has already made an adjustment for this. Is that right? They've made an adjustment for fucking everything. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, they they are also God's children, actually. Uh, That's cool. That's a a cool way to put it. But it's also like, wait a minute. If you have brains worth the fuck or curiosity worth the fuck. No, it's God created the universe and that's part of the universe. Yeah. But it's also like, oh, we're the only ones in the universe. And they'd be like, oh, we're not. We're talking like pre fucking. When people thought the center of the universe was the sun, for sure. Um, I mean, we are talking about that, right? No, it was already, yeah, it was already a step. It wasn't around the same time or some bullshit? What? That um, heliocentrism mm-hmm. was around and yeah. Christianity birthed. Would it be around the same time? 2,000 years ago? No, Christianity was way before that. It's way before the helio- heliocentric? Yeah. That's where they're burning people at the state. Cool. Yeah. We're challenging Christianity with heliocentricism. Cool beans. Yeah. All right. All right. Nice. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're absolutely right. What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck am I talking about? I don't know. Galileo's fucking like burnt at the stake. You're right. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? For We're suggesting people, that the yeah. sun was the center of our galaxy. Or our solar system. That it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Of our our solar system, yes. Yeah. Sorry, not galaxy. Yeah. And it was part of a greater system of stars that were orbiting some fucking black hole somewhere. And all of those things over there that you see in the sky are other stars. And have planets as well, actually. (laughs) Yeah. That can also harbor life, possibly. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) 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 That reminds me of Socrates' last words. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) It was, I drank what? (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited about the James Webb Space Telescope. Yeah. And its implications. And um, I know... I know that, like in, in spirit, you're you're with me, and and we just we have to like make a platform for these discussions. But ultimately, I'm most excited about um, new wallpapers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can show your friends how interested in science you are. Right. Ooh, look at me. Look at how much I fucking love science. <laughs> I also love bacon and sriracha. <laughs> yeah. And I hate p- 
pineapple on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that sucks. Um, yeah, I think it's it's a shame that we are not uh, putting forth even the most minimal effort as a, 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 a species to answer such a profound question. They just spent billions of dollars on this fucking telescope. What the fuck are you talking about? Minimal effort. You got this motherfucker. All the engineers that worked on it, like, fuck you, dude. I'm not putting the minimal amount of effort. I I mean, we just spent fucking five percent of the fucking. uh, I was gonna say TDK. Uh, Fucking idiot. The GDP. There you go. Uh. It's um, it's it's like it's like as like a as as a species. I, I don't know. As oh, a, we we haven't we haven't made a concerted effort to do this. You I know? mean, I, I'm trying to shit on you just because it's funny. Yeah, but I understand where you're coming from. Like, yeah. I already said this. Yeah, in argument was like it didn't make the same impact as the 1969 thing. <laughs> yeah, culturally, yeah. where something like this should have. Yeah. Uh, seeing these, yeah, we saw memes and shit on Instagram, but it didn't have the same cultural impact uh, globally. And I think it should. I think it absolutely should, just like you're saying. It, it's something fucking phenomenal. phenomenal, Absolutely phenomenal. Um, we've all kind of, maybe in the back of our mind, have thought about things on other planets. But this can possibly prove it. Yeah. If anything, it's just, it's going to show us maybe stuff that's not like fucking, again, time. It's a little fucking weird because the best way I've heard this put is um, the most we see out of stars are their old photographs. And it's essentially that you're taking a picture of a fucking light beam, light particle that was emitted billions of years ago. Right. You don't know where that, the origin of it is now currently. Correct. Um, which is fucking fascinating too. But let's say we do find life on another planet with this telescope. That doesn't mean it's existing now. Right. Correct. In the same time frame. Um, it, it could not be existing in the same form anymore. It could be non-existent. It could be way more advanced. It could have built nuclear bombs and decided to blow each other up <laughs> correct yeah they could have uh like burned dinosaur bones until they choked to death <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah totally dude um oh fuck yeah dude uh i just feel like it, it's a it's a profound question i feel like if it's done successfully right now in, in this time, it's strange times, it's interesting times, it's the fucking ancient Chinese curse that we've been living in for the past fucking three years, and I think if done right, I think this can, this can have uh, an impact in the fucking, um, it has the potential to cause a paradigm shift, and I hope that we are as successful in our journey and search um, as we are 
uh, I don't know, able to process that information and learn from it and become better. All right, I sound gay. Yeah, you do sound gay. Um, <laughs> I didn't know I had a gay friend. Um, I don't know. I think in the past couple of years, we've the government itself has been priming us for stuff like this. Um, just, I guess, in preparation of a paradigm shift. So once they present us with evidence of life on other planets, we're going to see it the same way we saw these fucking pictures. Just like... Oh, that's cool. You know, we're going to go on with our day-to-day as usual. Nothing changes. The government's still in control. They've known about these things for years, and we they've been telling us for years. They have evidence of stuff. So, I don't know about a big paradigm shift. Um, other than, like, the implications on some religions, um... Scientology might be bigger later, right? Isn't that their thing? Aliens from other planets that come and inhabit this planet? Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm or is a, that Mormons? I'm a believer. Yeah, Scientology. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a believer in the ancient astronaut theory. Are you? Yeah, totally. 100%. And it, uh, actually, I'm not going to say 100%. I'm going to say 90%. And there's 10% that... Um, there, there's a real possibility that there was some kind of fucking genetic material on a comet that was dropped here. I forget what that's called. What is that? Um, like the primordial soup? Is that the fucking... Some, no, there's a something about the planet. I don't know. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I believe that's a possibility too, but I think it's a very uh, uh, much more possible for life to have been seeded here intentionally which leads to all the constant uh observation uh uh, there's something in the skies and it's way more advanced than anything that we have and it's been observing us for millennia sure and uh yeah, I don't, I don't know the fuck I was going with that. It's I don't know. I'm, um, I mean, totally fiction, right? But have you seen any of the Thor movies, the Marvel movies? No, no. Okay, there's Thor. He's just like uh, God from some other planet, right? Asgard visits this planet, um, and for some reason, Earth gets hold of this fucking technology from another planet, and they start. Uh, reverse engineering stuff and creating new weapons and earth gets invaded by aliens he goes it's your damn fault it's like it's your own fault once you started meddling with this kind of stuff you sent a notice out to the universe that the earth was ready for a higher form of war there you go and i think again marvel fiction haha but that line itself worries me when okay. we're sending this fucking this thing out millions and billions of miles past the fucking Earth and maybe eventually past our solar system. What, the James Webb t- Space Telescope? Mm-hmm. We're not going to be doing that. It's locked in orbit. Um, Is it? Yeah. I haven't read too much about it. Uh, just like the uh, Hubble. I know it's billions of miles away from the sun right now. Um, it's, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's out there, but it's in... It's going to stay... It's in orbit of... 
on our solar system? I, I'm pretty sure it's in orbit to Earth. Okay. Yeah. And it's just kind of doing this all around Earth. Yeah. Just looking outwards around the fucking circumference of... So the, the like unwanted implications of this could be a signal out to the rest of the universe. Like, we're observing you now. Yeah. So we're ready for a different form of something, whether it be war or whether it be life in general. Interaction, yeah, whatever. We're ready. Yeah. We're ready. We're signaling that we're fucking ready. And it's a fucking scary fucking thought. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's um it's fucking you know, it's it's uh putting putting space up under a fucking microscope. And yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm excited for it. I think <laughs> I think again, if done correctly, I think we might be able to fucking we just might be able to fucking save ourselves from ourselves. Okay. Yeah. Are we killing ourselves? Yeah. All the time. Hmm. Everywhere. All over the fucking place. You weren't aware of this? Nope. <laughs> Each other, ourselves, in fucking um, schools, in grocery stores. Well, in, aside from like murder yeah. and shit like that, uh-huh. um, is... The general direction of humanity to kill it is it to kill itself? Uh, yeah, right now, yeah, crash course, totally. I don't think crash so. course is not the right uh word for that. No, crash course is like a fucking introduction, you know, uh, fucking you're in the fucking carpool lane to kill ourselves, essentially, <laughs> right? Yeah, let's yeah. call it that. Yeah, you're in a highway, yeah, hmm, I don't think so. No, no. I think currently we're evolving past the need for fossil fuels. Yeah. Uh, as a society, most of like big uh, petroleum companies are realizing that they're at the end of their fucking at the end of the line, kind of. Okay. Um, not that we're gonna stop using petroleum because petroleum is in fucking everything now. No, just make it way more fucking expensive. Make it way more expensive because yeah. you're going to bank a lot of money in yeah. the last run, th- this last couple decades that they have yeah. uh, this power over us. But I think we're evolving past that. Uh, EVs is a great thing. Solar is evolving to um, vertical farming is a big old thing that's going to be taking care of fucking the carbon emissions and all that stuff. So I think we're... We're at a state where, again, I keep saying, like I said it already, but we're ready for a higher form of existence on this planet. And whether that comes from us or comes from an extraterrestrial thing, who the fuck knows? You know what the weirdest thing to come of this would be? What's that? If we look out into space. And there's nothing there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go ahead and close off on that stupid fucking note. What? What, yeah. what no? are the implications of nothing being there? Um, that we are special. It's gonna fucking <laughs> exacerbate our fucking loneliness. Um, it's gonna do that, and it's also going to exacerbate the fucking uh, religious devout. It's also gonna fortify that. That's cool. I don't know if that's what I want to do because, um, 
like man having them in a lot of power in congress is um pretty interesting you know sure yeah something about empty space <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like the implications of us seeing nothing out there. Right. Okay. Like yeah. we're definitely going to see stars and other terrestrial formations. Sure. Um, but life is so like the conditions for life are so conditions for life are so specific. Yeah. I, it's just, it almost appears random. I mean, we can fucking talk about evolution and like the fucking the comet thing that hit the Earth and created fucking life or whatever spark. Yeah, it, it's just it's hyper specific to that. Yeah, like everything had to happen in that sequence in order for us to be living today. Um, there's an argument for that. Um, it's just says how. When we think about it that way, we're constraining it to the way that life has formed here, just based off on like one, one off. Um, and we don't actually know if life can be created another way through other even um, elemental structures. Would it be considered life? Um, I think like sentience is like the, no, it's not. It's not because like microbes are considered life as well, right? So yeah. Um, yeah, totally. It's an organism. It'd be an organism. It's life, right? I don't know. Multi-celled organism. Let's call it that. Let's let's call it. Like, I feel like we're having a Roe versus Wade. Are you gonna have? <laughs> are you gonna have multi-celled <laughs> organisms that are composed of something more than amino acids? Um. So like we're like carbon-based because that's one of the most fucking abundant uh, elements in the universe. Yeah, it but, just so happens that. The fucking <laughs> carbon is the most abundant thing in the universe, and we're created mostly of carbon Correct. and nitrogen and hydrogen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. and oxygen, right? Just a coincidence. There's a quinkening. <laughs> um, there's an argument that says that uh, there could be silicone-based uh, life forms um, based on very, very similar I've heard uh, that. Inputs. I don't buy it. I, I mean, it's like... it's. T- Technically and theoret- theoretically possible based on like the chemical compounds and like just the way that the chemical structures align with silicone. Like it's just that's the thing that carbon has. It just has all of those fucking uh, what are they called? The things that are like they're attracting the other fucking thingies. <laughs> it's protons. It's protons, right? No. No. What is it? What are you talking about? Like the element. Like the elemental structure Mm -hmm. of carbon has a lot of sticky points all around its structure, which allows it to bind molecularly to so many fucking various things. Yeah, yeah. Very elements that like makes it versatile. So silicone, it has a very similar structure to it. So it makes it very possible on an elemental scale that life could be silicone based. Where is silicone on the elemental? I think it's under it. I think it's under carbon. I mean, I guess I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Let's look at the fucking periodic table of yeah, fucking periodic table of elements. 
Okay, here's the fucking table. Can I fucking get this shit with more detail? <laughs> so I know in our form of life, um, there are elements that are similar to one another and can substitute one another, right? Okay. Um, for the same reasons, because their elemental structure is so similar that the enzymes and the transport chains in our biological system will confuse them for one another, right? Calcium, sodium, and potassium have very similar structures. So we use the same transport chains to transport these minerals. Okay, so carbon is in the orange column, and then silicone is right next to it. But it's a completely different. It's it's categorized as a completely different element. Yeah. Yeah. It is, of course, a completely different element. Well, no, I mean like category of element. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Right, because you have alkali metals, alkali earth, transition metals, basic metals, rare earth metals, and semiconductors and bullshit like that. Right. Yeah. Um. So the way like calcium, sodium, and potassium work, they're all under the same category. Right. The same column. Category. Same row. Okay, same row. Yeah. Which means that their elemental structure is similar. Uh, that yes. means um, their ions, they lose the same amount of electrons yeah. in order to combine and create these covalent or yeah. non-covalent bonds with other elements to create substances. Yes. Um. Yes. Yeah, losing one proton would make silicone carbon. Right. But the lack of that pro it's not going to lose that proton because then it becomes carbon. It's not silicone based. And losing that proton completely changes the structure of itself. And I don't know, I don't buy the silicone based life bullshit. Oh uh, yeah. I, I I'd say it's <laughs> I'd say it's possible. I'd say it's possible. I wouldn't say it's plausible. I'd say it's possible. And that's interesting. And we get to explore that. Well, then let's just say any other element on the fucking periodic table can be a basis for life. Yeah, let's say it. Plausible. All right, done. With no proof or anything. No reasoning behind it. Just, it's plausible. (laughs) Okay. All right, not plausible. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> based on nothing just I don't think it's plausible <laughs> based on nothing I just ranted on about fucking ionic structures yeah and you're talking about based on nothing yeah exactly <laughs> you said nothing fuck you <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has been episode 108 of oh my content. God. <laughs> I've said nothing apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. All right, I am anthropos. Okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. You know? I'm you're, anthropos. You're humanity apparently. Yeah, for sure. Now I am Ozymandias. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so great. <laughs> no, I'm not. I know. That's the joke. 
<laughs> we'll see you next week. That's hurtful. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. I don't mean it. You're not great either, humanity. I know. I don't like myself. <laughs> I hate myself, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Theorizing about changing your chemical structure to silicone. <laughs> because you hate your carbon-based <laughs> life form. I identify as silicone-based life. What? I'm going to get titties and everything. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Peace.